All right, here we go with the news for August 27th. Morning, everybody. Yeah, we had a strange, strange week here in Wisconsin. We're uh, just up the street from Kenosha. I was home for all this, and luckily in our area, nothing's going on. And, you know, hopefully things will calm down and people will figure out what they need to do to get to get whatever they need to do to stop protesting. I'm not a fan of all this destruction. All this destruction, you know, people are coming from all over the place. I think they're just moving from place to place. But, you know, all this is going to do is just drive up taxes because we're going to have to pay for all this stuff they break. But I do believe in peaceful protesting. So, I don't know, there's a fine line there somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where it is. Maybe the fine line is don't break stuff and express your anger and I'm fine. They start breaking stuff that I'm going to have to pay for. Well, yeah, not so much into that. That being said, we had a strange day yesterday. We had a pigeon in front of our building here. It was here all day. Really nice-looking pigeon, too. Real pretty. And uh, I noticed that he had a band on his leg. So uh, one of the neighbor girls, she grabbed him, picked him up. I don't think I would have did that, but she picked him up, and uh, I was able to take a photo of his leg, the band on his leg. And we're here in Wisconsin, and I started thinking about it, and I thought, you know, there's probably not a lot of pigeon people so I went to the Wisconsin Pigeon Fanciers page on Facebook, contacted one of their moderators, and uh, told him what I had. And he contacted, he's, he knew exactly where to go, and he contacted Kenosha, uh, the pigeon group, and the owner called us back within like 45 minutes. It was quite amazing, actually. You know, the, the, from start to finish was about 45 minutes we found the owner. It was just unbelievable. So I think what, I guess what had happened was I looked it up, they, they use all different kinds of things to to find their way home. This one was going from Mississippi to Kenosha, Wisconsin. And apparently they use the sense of smell to orientate themselves. So I guess maybe the riots in Kenosha messed him up with the all the burning and what have you. Maybe that messed him up. I don't know. But anyway, so we found a pigeon, his home. We got the wayward pigeon home. So at least something good happened this week. So anyway, let's get on with the news. There's not, you know, there's a little bit to talk about, not too much. It's uh, we'll get into it, and so here we go. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation, checking cities off his list, sharing stories. Of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road. With Kingfish, right here. All right, let's start over. I had to run in to get some water. I was choking on my words. Ugh, I hate it when that happens. Too many M's, butts, and uh, throat noises. But we're working on it. We are working on it. All right, so anyway, we're going to start off with this one. It's kind of interesting. I don't know where this is going to go, but Schneider to test electric trucks is part of the Freightliner's customer experience. So what Schneider National is going to do is they're going to start testing some electric trucks, and I think that's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. By the way, this story was forwarded to us by my co-driver, Bobby. Uh, his name's Rob, but everybody called him Bobby when he was a kid, and it drives him crazy to call him Bobby, so we'll call him Bobby. 
since uh, he doesn't listen to the podcast anyway, since he's stuck with me all week. He doesn't have to, which <laughs> is kind of funny. But, uh, uh, you know, apparently they're going to, you know, they're going to test the battery life and things like that and the fleet. But I can't imagine this is going to be over the road. It's probably going to be more city type stuff, but they haven't said, they just said they were testing it and they didn't go into detail and exactly what the criteria was. So we keep our thumbs up. It's supposed to be a more comfortable ride. It should be interesting because, you know, there's less vibration. It would be interesting. You know, as a sleeper guy, it might be different. Of course, I think it would be a little weird with no noise at all. I wouldn't mind less noise, but no noise at all might be a little strange. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on that. If anybody hears anything on that one, you know, give us a call at uh, 414-666-1926 and give us an update if you hear anything. Because we certainly don't hear it all. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this is interesting. This isn't happening here in the U.S. or Canada, which is most of what I see. Or Australia, because I know a lot of Australians. But this is in Chile. And I really don't think of Chile. You know, I know they have a lot of trucks. And it, it's just something I don't see. So it's out of, my, out of my line of sight. But apparently the latest attacks on trucks in Chile were 535 vehicles have been set afire so far. Have led to the Federation of Truck Owners of the South. Fetishure, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that properly, to approve an indefinite strike nationwide. According to the president of the group, Jose Villagran, the characteristics of the stoppage will be announced in detail in the next few hours. However, according to a statement issued by the Federation of Truck Owners of the Fleet of the Fifth Region through Twitter on Wednesday, the 26th, uh, it's going to start at midnight on the 26th. So I guess it's already started. Cargo transportation, oh no, it starts tonight, what am I saying? Cargo transportation will start a national demonstration due to the latest arson tax in the south of the country. So apparently they're, you know, they're, uh, you know, there's, you know, there's been a lot of uh, damage going on and, and, you know, they're setting trucks. Around. I don't know what the issue is. It doesn't say here what the issue is, but people are upset and, you know, they've had trucks shot at and burned and. You know, it's just a nightmare. If we hear more about this, we'll report it. But, uh, you know, our drivers down in Chile, you know, whether you're driving in Chile or Australia or New Zealand or America or Canada, you know, you're going through the same BS we're all going through. And, you know, we're drivers just trying to get the stuff there and trying to provide for our family. So to my uh, Chilean brothers, I guess, is that, is that how you say it? My Chile, my brothers, my truck driver brothers down there in Chile, uh, I hope things get better for you guys because, uh, you know, you shut down the country, you know, it'll be, yeah, they'll learn, they'll learn what they, uh, to stop messing with the trucks. It's unfortunate it came down to that. Uh, if anybody knows what the real issue is down there, give me a call. 414-666-1926. I don't know what the issues are. They just says they're having a shutdown. It doesn't say why. So anyway, give me a call on that one. I'd love to hear somebody that actually knows what's going on. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this is a horrible, horrible, horrible story. You know, we go through these tunnels and we go through these roads and we pay our taxes and we hope that they're inspected. But back in 2018, this is kind of a big issue here. In 2018, a man was driving through the Lehigh Tunnel in Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And a piece of pipe that was holding uh, conduits for it was a conduit for wiring fell was hanging loose, and he hit it with the truck. And a ten foot piece of this pipe went right through his windshield. You know, it's unbelievable. 
and I don't know. You know, the, the pipe pierced the windshield and struck the man in the head, uh, Howard Sexton the third. It was just February 2018. And the pipe was an inch or two in diameter. I'm looking at the pipe, and the pipe, uh, you know, it held wires and for the tunnels, you know, wires for the lights and the ventilation system. Apparently, whatever was holding the pipe up broke loose, and the pipe fell down in the path. The truck truck came by, hit the pipe, and, you know, hit Mr. Sexton. Now, he was able to get out of the tunnel. Now, keep in mind, this guy just got whacked with a pipe. He basically just got speared. It doesn't say where he got hit, but he was able to get the truck through the tunnel and out of the tunnel. And he was able to pull over. He hit the guardrail and, you know, and hit the medium, but still he was able to stop the truck without taking out any other cars. And due to this is, you know, in the May 9th, 2019, the Turnpike Commission reached two settlements. This is a Pennsylvania Turnpike. With his wife, Michelle Laurie Sexton, was paid 250000 as surviving spouse and 225000 as a representative of his estate. Now, I'm getting these numbers from the news article I'm getting from the morning call. Now, the thing that's so sad about this is the fact that, first off, you know, these are old tunnels and they should be inspected on a regular basis. And apparently they had some, they knew these issues all, you know, going all the way back to 2006 existed, but they didn't work on them. And so, unfortunately, this man passed away. You know, I can't think of anything. You know, this is just horrific. So, I don't know. I just don't know what to think about this. But, you know, you know, a little over 500 grand for his, or a little less than 500 grand for his wife doesn't seem like very much money for the man's life and the, and the negligence that was involved in this. So, I don't know. Call it what it is, but. We have to, uh, yeah, we got to be wary. We got to watch out for these things. And if you see something on a tunnel or an overpass that's, you know, dangerous, you know, call it up. Maybe it will get fixed. Maybe it won't. But if it leads to somebody else not getting killed, you know, that's something. But I don't know. I just, I just can't believe it. So apparently in the, uh, the old metal conduits are gone now, the ones that they were using. They've been replaced with fiberglass ones. Those pipes no longer are directly above traffic. They've been moved to a lower point on the sides. Also, new lights are brighter, making it easier for drivers to see. Uh, that work had been planned prior uh, to the accident and was expedited afterwards. But, you know, unfortunately, it was too late for Sexton, who was from Gloucester County, New Jersey, and was driving a load of furniture from Raymore Flanagan at the time of his death. So, yeah, rest in peace. Now, we got this article from The Morning Call. It's a you know, newspaper article. And uh, Paul Mushchik, I'm probably not saying the man's right name right, but it's a pretty interesting article. So, I don't know. On a downer, let's go moving on. All right, this one isn't a downer for once. All right, uh, it says here, uh, National Truck Driver Appreciation Week is September 13th through the 19th. I haven't heard much about it this year, probably because of the COVID, but uh, trucks move 80, 88% of manufactured freight in and out of Maryland. It's a hundred, oh, this is from Maryland, put this up, 139,000 tons per day, uh, you know, so, hey, it's National Truck Driver Appreciation Week. This is the week that everybody gets together and feeds the truck drivers who eat a unhealthy food to begin with uh, hot dogs and hamburgers and tells them how great they are and plies them with sugary drinks 
Yeah, seriously, that's what happens. It's all sugary drinks, hot dogs, and hamburgers. It's, uh, I don't know, it's kind of bizarre. I always think it's funny every year. But anyway, it's National Truck Driver Appreciation Week. So that's uh, 13th through the 19th of September. We'll hear more about this as it goes on. If I hear anything going on, I'll let you guys know. But probably not too much this year. Oh, here we go. Back to the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Trucking Company. I get this one from CDLI from Wimberley Patton. 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 I can't believe I said Patton. Trucking Company says that 27000 in O tolls was a misunderstanding and not a ripoff. So from 2012 to July of this year, a uh, guy, you know, this uh, Forsmith Logistics Services in Yowden, uh, owned by Daryl Smith, has been accused of ripping off the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Apparently, he's just been flying through there, and it doesn't say exactly how he was doing it, but he's saying it's it's a misunderstanding and it's an issue. You know what? Things like this do happen. I once got. Uh, from personal experience, my car, I drive through Chicago to get to work and I get a letter in the mail saying that I owed like 900 some dollars in tolls. I was like, what the hell? I got an easy pass. Why would I have tolls in my car? Well, they changed some thing in the computer and my car wasn't registering. So it, it read that I was going through the tolls and not paying it. But the reason why they knew it was me was because they were getting my ID off my license plate and the, the thing in my car, the, the pre-pass in my car. I'm like, well, why didn't you just do that? And they're like, well, it's some system error. So I said, well, how much is it? It was like 35 bucks I actually owed. And they, they go, you still have to pay the tolls. I'm like, $35 I can handle, 900 and some dollars, not so much. When I opened that letter, I was like, what? So, you know, maybe it's something like that. Maybe some kind of issue like that. I don't want to condemn the guy because 27000 over that many years, is, that's a lot of money. And, uh, you know, but he says he can't pay it because things are tough right now. And I, I got that. So whatever it works out to, we hope it works out for you. And we hope, uh, you know, this misunderstanding is, uh, you know, made clear because, uh, yeah, it's a big fight. But anyway, like I said, I could see where some, some, there could be an issue since I had it happen to me in my own personal vehicle, so I don't want to say bad otherwise. All right, I'm just ranting, so let's go moving on. I don't know what it is with people attacking drivers, but, you know, we need to be careful out there. So a man found dead. This is CDL Life article also. This is Ashley. She does a lot of stuff over there. Anyway, I don't know where I just see the stuff she writes. Anyway, a man found dead in a crash big rig had gunshot wound. So over there in San Antonio, Texas, uh... Now, earlier in the week, this driver was just driving erratically. He was a 45-year-old man, and the cops got called out because he was driving erratically, and, you know, they pulled him over, and they had gunshot when he was dead. So if you're in the San Antonio area on I-35, be careful. Maybe something's going on over there. Just wait and see. You know, crazy thing. And then there's drivers doing crazy shit. Uh, we're in I-5 over in uh, Oregon. The one article we posted about, what was it, like a week ago? Uh, they caught the guy. They caught the shooter. It was a UPS driver of all people, which is just unbelievable that a UPS driver would be going up and down a road shooting at other vehicles. That's so stupid. Yeah, I just can't imagine anybody. Why would you do that? I just I just think that's so stupid. So they got the I-5 shooter in Oregon, so that's good. I just wish it wasn't a driver that did it. So, all right, let's get moving on. I guess we'll label this one as unusual. 
So this is, uh, you know, Driver posted this on the CDL Life app. So uh, <laughs> this is a great app. I love the CDL. Uh, a lot of stuff going on there. Anyway, uh, when the weather is nice, it's tempting to roll down the windows, right? You know, you know, let the air in in your truck, turn your truck off. Don't listen to it for a while. Anyway, a driver took a picture of a snake right outside his window. He rolled his windows halfway down, and before he fell asleep, he looked out, and there was a big old rattlesnake sitting on his window. And then he went over to the other mirror and was hanging on a mirror and now he's got a photo of it on the dash so he's got this big huge rattlesnake just sitting on the dash of his truck i have to say that uh yeah that would keep me awake at night so if you're in an area where there's rattlesnakes i guess just be careful i don't know what else to say about that one <laughs> just just unbelievable you know just this, the things that happen out here on well just when, you know, I, th I thought that we'd already reported the strangest things we can report. Over in Waterloo, Iowa, an escaped psychiatric, well, he's a, a psychiatric patient running through the quick trip parking lot, jumped into a fuel truck and stole the truck and was apparently he was racing down the highway, pumping his fist as he was driving the truck and he lost control and ran into a house. So they had to you know, evacuate the house and nobody got hurt apparently, but they had to extract a guy. And uh, so, you know, uh, if you're going to wreck the truck, try to put some clothes on first. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't even know what to say about this one. Uh, just, just insane. Yeah, it looks this week on Thursday, uh, Love's just opened up their biggest location ever it's over in Madison, Georgia off the I-20. 17,000 square foot store. Wow, it's pretty big. I don't know how the average store is, but it's got to be pretty big. Hundred. It's only got uh, 108 par truck parking spaces. It's got a Godfather's Pizza and a Hardy's restaurant. Nine showers. Oh, nine showers. I like that. Eight diesel bays and, uh, you know, all the other stuff that goes along with it. But uh, I guess they got over 100 people working there. So more jobs for the area, more parking. 108 doesn't seem like a lot to me. But, hey, I'll take what I can get. Good for you. We like, uh, you know, it's amazing how big these guys have gotten over the years. When I first started driving, there, was, there wasn't that many of them. They're all down on the 40. Now you can't throw a rock without hitting the Love's truck stop. It's kind of interesting. All right, let's get moving on. Border authorities in Arizona say that they recently seized hundreds of pounds of illegal drugs from a tractor trailer. Apparently what they did was they ripped up the floor and they found the stuff in the floor. It looks, it's pretty amazing actually how it's, how they did this. It looks pretty good. Uh, apparently what did they get? 563 pounds of methamphetamine hidden within the floorboards of the tractor trailer. The estimated street value is 563,000. Uh, I would have thought it was more than that, but... You know, it's amazing how they hid this stuff in there. It's uh, the ingenuity of, of people to do this kind of stuff is quite amazing. So, you know, just I don't know, it just seems like it's a lot less trouble just to do it the right way. Don't run math, don't run people. All right, you know, this is just like every news article this week has been something really stupid or insane. Apparently, uh, an Australian driver put his rig in the as they call them truckies. He uh, put his rig in cruise control and then kicked his feet up on the dash and sat over in the, you know, the passenger seat and filmed himself going down the road, talking to the empty seat that was going down the road. So he's in the passenger seat. 
sitting there talking to an imaginary co-driver as the truck's barreling down the interstate or whatever they call it over there. That's just insane. Uh, apparently the police are going to have a talk with him and they're going to do an investigation. But what a freaking idiot. I mean, I guess it was, why would you do that? Everybody's trying to one-up themselves on the craziness stuff to put on Facebook, I guess, or YouTube, but that's just dumb. All right. You know, just really dumb. What if somebody would have went, you, you take yourself out, that's one thing, but maybe he would have took somebody else out. So I don't know. All right, let's see what, let's move on, I guess. I don't even know what to say after that. All right. If you're in a trucking company and you don't think you can handle the load, this makes no sense whatsoever. So North Platte, apparently this was by Overton, actually. So, you know, we see the trucks on the side of the road as we're going down a road, but this one doesn't make any sense. This was a tank. It looks like, you know, the kind of tank they use for building bridges and whatever. It's a large tracked vehicle. Well, anyway, somebody was going from California to South Dakota for a National Guard training mission they just finished up. And the driver apparently abandoned the tank or the large track vehicle with a trailer on the side of the road. And the Nebraska cops were like, hey, what's going on here? Why is this huge tracked vehicle parked on our road? <laughs> so, so they're working on figuring out why and how to return it and you know, I, I don't know if the, you know, maybe the trailer's owned by the trucking company. Maybe it's owned by the, the National Guard. I don't know how that works, but, you know, those trailers aren't cheap. And, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe somebody just quit. Who knows what the real story is, but it just seems a little insane to me. So it's, I don't know, it's just, it's like every story this week is just nonsense, you know, just insanity. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's something in the water. All right. Or maybe the election's coming up in the States and it's messing everybody up. All right, let's get moving on. Now, here's what I find. This is great. I think this is hilarious. You know, take from away you will, but this is an interesting story. So this 28-year-old woman, she's a truck driver in Australia near Adelaide. All right, And, you know, we think women in trucking is great. We have no issue with that whatsoever. In fact, I've driven with a few women drivers, and I think they were fantastic. So anyway... She breaks her leg. It doesn't say how she broke her leg. It's just, you know, she's 28 years old. She's a pretty girl. So she's got to make a little money. So she goes to this this web photo site. I guess it's like a stock photography thing, but for it's called OnlyFans. I've never been there, so I don't know exactly what it's all about. But I guess it's like, you know, it's not uh, it's not bad stuff. Well, some of her photos are pretty racy. There's... Yeah they're, yeah, they're okay. They're a little racy, but that being said, we just think it's cool that uh, she was able to, you know, to make some money while she was waiting for her leg to, you know, heal. So Blaze Williams, that's B-L-A-Y-Z-E Williams, 28, turned to this site OnlyFans. I guess it's a subscription-based social media platform. I don't know. This is 2018. So she started selling her photos on there, you know, her selfies. Now she's making 150 grand selling her selfies on on this site, and she's making she's making more than driving a truck, but she still drives the truck, so we think that's cool. So hey, whatever your side gig gigs, you know if you can if you can uh, you know if you can make your side gig work for you, we have no problem with it. We think it's pretty cool. So it's uh, I don't know, it's just kind of funny. All right, let's get moving on. <laughs> Oh, here's some good news. 
uh, over in Chicago Ridge. Have you ever gone down I-294, sorry, 294 in Chicago? You'll see over on the right or the west side, not the right distance. Anyway, if you're on the west side, there's the old yellow terminal in uh, Chicago Ridge. It's been abandoned for quite a few years now. And uh, I, I worked out of that terminal for about a, oh, about a year or so or less. Uh, it was a nightmare. The place was a dump. Um, uh, the, 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 it was just, it was horrible. It was just a it was a horrible place. But it was closer to my house than the other terminal I was working at, and so it worked out pretty good. I don't work there anymore. I used to be a roadway guy, and now I'm in Yellowbot Roadway and screwed it all up, and I had to leave, so I don't work there anymore. Yeah, they screwed it up big time. But anyway, uh, plans are underway to tear down that facility and put in a mixed-use uh, property, you know, like uh, shopping mall strips or whatever. Pretty much anything will be better than what they got now because it's just two, you know, two docks just abandoned and tore up, and it's been sitting there for a long time. They were storing trailers there for a while, and I know they had a lot of issues, and the maintenance, the place is probably just so run down now from sitting that it just needs to be torn down no matter what. But anyway, that's what's going on. So good riddance to Chicago Ridge. What a dump. And, uh, you know, when I was over at uh, Roadway, which became YRC, all the yellow guys kept saying, oh, oh, you know, we're going to go back to Chicago Ridge. We're going to go back to Chicago Ridge. And uh, then they finally sold the place. And I don't know, it's just, just a lot of issues over there. Uh, we hope they work them out. Maybe with the $700 million they're going to get, they can figure it all out. Uh, will they? I don't know. Maybe. Just have to wait and see what happens. All right, let's get moving on. All right, we've all been to the truck stop where we had to wait in a fuel island because somebody was messing around or taking their 30-minute break. And I've been there a few times where the guy's just sitting there taking his 30-minute break, and he's just totally oblivious to the fact that you're behind him. He's not moving. He's not moving. So truck stops of, uh, which, which was, oh, Little America. Sorry, Little America. Now, it doesn't say in the article whether this is the Arizona Flagstaff uh, location or if it's the one in uh, the Little America in Wyoming. I, I can't tell from the photo. I suspect it's probably the one in Wyoming. But either way, actually, Flagstaff probably gets more of that. It'd probably be a bigger problem there. So anyway, what uh, Little America is doing is if you're in there for too long, they put a boot on your truck. And if you want it removed, it's 200 bucks. So you want to park on the fuel island for too long? Hey, you're going to pay. It says, uh, you know, the sign reads outside the store, non-fueling trucks that parked at fuel pumps will be booted and fined $200. Yeah. That's a, you know, that's a, an extreme there, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know. And it sounds like from the article, you know, people are in support of this. But what they also do is they don't just run out there and sneak it on you. They sit there and announce over the intercom a couple of times that they're going to boot you before they do it. So I suspect if you're going to run in, use the restroom, and, uh, you know, that kind of thing, you'll probably be okay. But if you're there for any extended length of time, you're going to have problems. So if you're a little America, you might want to, you know, hey, got to use the restroom. I'll be off your field in a minute. You know, or if you got a set of doubles or something, hey, I got a set of doubles, just got to use your restroom real quick. You know, something like that. I'd probably throw a little something out to the cashier as you're running by so you don't get booted. But I'm 
guessing that it's the the people that are there for a long time the guy who runs in and takes a shower stuff like that those are the ones getting booted you know so just if you're gonna be there in a fuel island for a long time just be careful you know just be careful all right there's something to think about all right it looks like uh, I-70 is open now through Glenwood Canyon. That's between Melmarker 116 and 140. Except there's some restrictions. All the rest areas in that section are closed. There's quite a few of them. No name. Uh, what's the name of the rest area? No name. And there's a few others. But anyway, they're all closed. Uh, there's speed restrictions going through the canyon. Uh, the, the Colorado Department, you know, the transportation warns, be careful of rock slides and things like that. You know, emergency vehicles, keep an eye out. So my suggestion is... If you're going to the, wet, the East Coast, let's say you live in California, you know, just keep going up to the 15 to the 80 and bypass the 70 completely. Because if you got some trouble, then you're going to be having issues until this is all straightened out. It was closed for two weeks, and it's probably going to be a nightmare for a while. I would, I personally myself, I'm going to try to bypass it as long as I can until everything gets back to normal. So, you know, with the restrictions they have, there's no point in going that way. So. We'll see what happens. But anyway, it is open if you need to go that way. It just, like I said, my suggestion would be that you stay away from it for a little while anyway because, well, you know, it's going to be an issue for a while. That being said, now let's get on to something else in Colorado. This is important. Uh, Colorado chain, September 1st, Colorado chain law goes into effect. And this is going to go on until like it's May 31st. But, yeah, you got to have chains going across 70. So if you don't have your chains, get that stuff ready. I know it's early in the season, but they want those chains on now. So get on that. Put your chains on the truck. Also, um, you know, what I like to do, I like to pull the chains off, stretch them out, open all the carabiners, uh, make sure there's no, you know, there's no broken links, things like that. Then I rehang them up so they're easy to take off. It's a good time to do that. You know, make sure everything's good because they've been sitting there all year rusting away on your on your hangers or worse if you put them in a chain box chain boxes are the worst when you can hang them that's the best so that's my um that's my suggestion so don't go across 70 without your chains you'll have issues major issues all right that's all we got for this week not too much going on uh yeah this thing with the pigeon was kind of funny and hopefully that gets resolved the owner hasn't picked them up yet from what i understand uh, so I don't know. Things are going good. Weather's going to be start getting cold, so watch out for that. Like I said earlier, you know, the Colorado's going to put the chain up. So September first, so get your chains ready. Make sure you get over for tow trucks. Of course, you know, you see a tow truck on the side of the road. Make sure you get over for them. Uh, you know, these guys are working and they can't keep their. You know, they're not looking at the road sometimes, and you know, just it just takes a second to get over. It's not that big a deal. You know, you should get over for tow truck drivers, cops, fire trucks, whatever. Even if you see somebody on the shoulder, I'll get over. Somebody's going around me, and then I see somebody on the shoulder, I'll slow down so that I can pull in behind the guy that's going around me so that I can get over. You know, what's what's a few seconds versus getting into an accident or possibly killing somebody? Those things will ruin your day, maybe even ruin your life. You know, it's best not to mess around with that stuff. So get over. And if you're a psychiatric patient, don't drive big trucks naked. That's the theme of today. Don't drive a big truck naked. All right. Next week, what are we going to talk about? More garbage news. Hopefully something good will happen. Not too much going on. I got some interviews I've been trying to work up, but things have been so crazy lately with the I-70 being shut down because that's my route. 
and some other things that I haven't been able to get to these interviews. And I think some of them are going to be pretty interesting. Some of these guys are outside the trucking industry. They do uh, motivational speaking, things like that. I think it'll be interesting. You know, if you don't like it, you just fast forward. But I think it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. All right. That being said, that's all I got for today. I'm going to go ahead and cut this off. And uh, I hope you have a beautiful day. Drive safe. All right. If you're thinking about getting into driving, hey, it's not that bad. Some days it's brilliant. Some days it's horrible. But many of us, they get into it. We get it in our system. We stay around forever. So keep that in mind. All right. Peace out. Kingfish, gone.